marked yesterday in Vancouver. Hundreds of nurses gathered, marching through the downtown streets, showing their concern, demonstrating an urgent call to do something about the healthcare system from their perspective. Well, Amon Graywall is the president of the BC Nurses Union and joins us now. And, you know, Amon, when we talk about recruitment and a need for more nurses, which we all know, are we even able to keep the nurses we already have? Well, this is what we're talking about is recruitment, retention, and return. The nurses that have left the system during covid um, so that they could have a work-life balance. Uh, we need them to come back into the system. We need to recruit nurses, recruit them here internally and recruit them internationally. And, you know, I'm, I shouldn't be saying this, but if there are nurses from across Canada that uh, do have family here in BC that they want to reunite with, you know what, uh, that will be something that they may consider doing now. Uh, This is not just a BC issue, this is a Canadian and a global issue. A BC issue, a Canadian issue, a global issue. How do we compete? What do we need to do in this province in order to get the best and the brightest when it comes to nurses? You know, uh, we've always had that churn where uh, we have nurses come from abroad and it's because BC in particular is such a beautiful uh, province to live in and uh, so there's always going to be people wanting to come to work here and we just have to make it attractive, give the incentives for them to come here but we need to make the process easier for them. So the internationally educated nurses, whether they're from the US, the UK, Australia, Um, Africa, India, Philippines, we need to make it simpler for them. And, uh, you know, that was a promise made to us by the government uh, this year. And it was that they would make the process easier for nurses to to get their license and get their credentialing. So, you know, another promise that we need to get the government to hold true to. Hold true to, the government has said it's already working on this. Are they doing enough? Well, you know, we need to see statistics. We need to see the numbers. We need to know how many nurses have received their licenses, um, how many have come to Canada, to BC here in particular, and have gone through the process and that it was a easier process for them. Now, when we hear of so many people marching like in the rally yesterday and expressing their concerns, there must be a call to action. What specifically is that call? Well, we are asking the citizens of BC, our patients, to be educated on the healthcare system, to be able to advocate for themselves. And, uh, you know, when is the right time to use what service, but also, um, you know, what do uh, safe uh, nurse-patient ratios mean for them? It means that, uh, you know, patient outcomes will improve. The nurse will be able to care for them, not being overwhelmed by having uh, increased number of patients, having the right number of patients, knowing what those right number of patients are. Ask your nurse, 
Are you overstaffed today? Are you overworked um, today? Are you understaffed today? What's your nurse-patient ratio? And, um, you know, see what it is that they can do to talk to the government about uh, staffing levels. Over the past few days and the past couple weeks, there has been a lot of concentration on Surrey Memorial being one of the hospitals, which in fact is in crisis, according to healthcare professionals. What's your feeling about this? Is this out of the norm for hospitals in BC? Is Surrey an exception or is it uh, just indicative of what's happening around the province? Well, you know, Surrey is a unique uh, site that has um, many challenges in the fact that, uh, you know, it is the busiest in Canada in terms of its emergency. Uh, There are more deliveries at uh, Surrey Memorial Hospital than there are at BC Women's. Um, And to, you know, have somewhere like that, we only have one hospital in Surrey, serving such a vast population as well as a vast uh, demographic region uh, geographically. And, uh, you know, the uh, Cloverdale Hospital is still not going to be open for several years. So, you know, this is something that should have been looked into years ago. And um, the services need to come there. And to have one site, one hospital, serving that many people, of course it's going to be overcrowded. And, you know, we need to look at the other pieces, like are the clinics open long enough? Are they seeing enough patients in those clinics? And, uh, you know, um, how can we improve the functions better? serves the members, serves the uh, patients better. As president of the BC Nurses Union, you must hear a lot of horror stories. What really impacts you on a very personal basis when you hear about some of these shortages? Well, you know, the nurse goes in to work and the shift that is leaving says, oh, you don't want to be here. And you start your shift knowing that your shift is not going to be good. And you're going to be there 12 hours, 16 hours, 20 hours. And you are trying your best, trying to give the quality and the, you know, extra time to your patients. But the time's not there because you have so many patients to take care of. And, you know, when you have a dying patient, You want to be there supporting the family. And if that person is by themselves, you want to be there with them in their last moments. And there are times now that our nurses have talked about the fact that they have not been able to be with their patients. And that sticks with them. What sticks with me in particular is the heat dome. I went to Surrey Memorial Hospital during that heat dome because I know that You know, one of their medical units that uh, has senior patients on it. The windows don't open very much. There's no air conditioning in there. And let me tell you, it was in the middle of COVID. The doors weren't open. The windows don't open. They weren't allowed to have fans. And it was just an atrocious that in this day and age here in B.C., 
that there was no AC on that unit and several units there. But the thing that kept on happening was that we kept on hearing code blue emergency. And uh, what that meant was somebody was being resuscitated. During the time that I was there, I heard it 15 times. 15. Normally you might, 15. Normally you would hear it maybe once or twice in a shift. 15 times and so I went down to emergency and what I saw there um, them resuscitating patients unsuccessful going on to the next one just rolling one stretcher in one stretcher out one nurse walked out of one of the rooms just crying and she said I can't do this because they weren't even able to process what they were experiencing themselves because they were just going from patient to patient. You know, people were bringing their loved ones in because at that time we also had such a high demand on the ambulance service and the ambulances weren't getting to everybody and uh, fire departments were bringing them in as well and families were bringing them in and um, it was, yeah, it's, something that will stick with me for the rest of my life, what I witnessed. But I can't even imagine my nurses, our nurses, that work those shifts and uh, the impact that it has had on them. What a powerful, they did yet not get, absolutely horrible story. And I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. But I'm going to ask this. Are we better prepared? Because something like a heat dome can happen again. We're coming into summer. Are you confident that the situation is, has been resolved? And if this was to happen again, we would be in better shape? Um, you know, uh, we had that little uh, heat wave a few weeks ago, and this was something first top of mind was, are the hospitals ready? Are they ready for the heat? And are they prepared? And... Um, I think there still needs to be a lot of work done on that and going into the summer. And I believe next week there's supposed to be another mini heat wave coming up that, uh, you know, the health authorities need to look. Look at those sites that don't have air conditioning, especially our long-term care facilities that are um, older buildings. How are they going to provide, you know, the cooling systems for their patients to keep their patients cool but also the nurses that are looking after them and all the allied health workers that are there you know you have to support your team in order for them to be able to care for the residents and the patients powerful words from mom and graywall bc nurses union president thank you for that